With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Good Day Health Podcast with Dr. Ken Kronhaus, sponsored in part by Calitrin, the safe, proven way to lose weight and keep it off, and by Prevagen, really good for your mind. I'm Doug Steffen, along with Dr. Ken Kronhaus, who comes to us from his clinic down in Central Florida, Lake Cardiology. By the way, being in Central Florida this week, uh, is uh, come up and s- <laughs> for those who are uh, who are short and long on the weather, so the psychological strain on people and what it does to their physical being. Let's talk about that for a second, because I know as a cardiologist, you deal with people and their stresses all the time, and this is what causes heart problems, much as anything else. So. You know, it's easier said than done to sometimes say to people, okay, just relax, it's okay, take a deep breath. But you see people all day, every day, uh, that are having heart problems that are stress-related, right? Oh, absolutely. Uh, you know, heart problems cause stress issues, and stress causes heart problems. It works both ways. And uh, watching any abrupt change in the weather can be very stressful to everybody, and it does affect our blood pressure. And our heart rate makes our heart work harder. And if the circulation to our heart is uh, in any way not as good as it should be, that can create big problems. So that's why it's very important that anybody with a heart issue or even if you have risk factors for heart problems to keep the blood pressure down, the mental stress rate down, the heart rate down as best as you can. And these are very trying times when these weather events occur and just being not alone and taking precautions, preparing and just listening to the radio is the best thing you can do. I have that uh, sort of quasi Fitbit watch on that uh, came from your office that we talk about each week. And as you're talking about stress levels and stuff, my heartbeat is uh, 65 beats per minute. Uh, let's see here. I've actually walked since I put this on almost 1,400 steps this morning already. Well, great. Just, that's a good thing. All right, so I'll find yeah. out what my uh, the, the other things are as we go along here. Let's stick with... And we now have these accurate ways that people can measure their mental stress. Um, these uh, wearable, state-of-the-art uh, watches, uh, FDA-approved devices that measure heart rate variability and heart rate acceleration from your radial pulse on your wrist. And these give you an accurate number from 1 to 100 uh, what your mental stress level is. It's amazing, and it works, and, and it's a wonderful thing to get feedback in these times. One of the things that Ken, as a cardiologist, talks about when we get together every week here on Good Day Health are the things that will help you reduce your risk of various diseases. And I thought we ought to start, uh, since heart disease and heart problems are your specialty, with something that is very pleasant even to look at. Looking at the headline, laughter reduces heart disease risk. All right, let's dig into that. Yeah, uh, the Europeans just uh, came 
together 30,000 of them in Amsterdam, the European Society of Cardiology just finished the, its yearly meeting up. And one of the neat reports is about a Brazilian study about laughter. And laughter, Doug, has been called the best medicine. You've called it that for yeah. many decades. Now there's actually scientific proof. The study from Brazil, it actually sh has shown that regular chuckling expands heart tissue and promotes the flow of oxygen in the body, thus reducing the risk of cardiac disease. Laughter therapy was also shown to improve the health of those who already had heart disease. So laughter therapy, it increases the functional capacity of the cardiovascular system. And that's the only reason the heart's there. It's a pump. It pumps five to seven liters per minute of blood to the body. When you're at rest, five liters per minute. It's just amazing. It is. The whole thing is amazing and how it works. Ken, noted cardiologist at Lake Cardiology. Should you have the desire to reach out to Ken to make an appointment to see him in the office, or you can do the telemedicine connection, which still, since COVID, has been a big thing for a lot of people, just dial up the office, 352 735 1400. That's 352 area code 735 1400. And by the way, if you have questions for Dr. Ken anytime during this hour, anytime that you think about it, all you have to do is dial us at 855-999-3684 and uh, we'll get your call or your question, whether you get on the air directly or I uh, interpolate, if that's the right word, the question on uh, questions for Dr. Ken segment of the program, 855-999-3684. Help yourself. You're listening to Good Day Health. I'm Doug Steffen with Dr. Ken Kronhaus, inviting you to have a laugh by going to a show in Las Vegas. How do you get there without having to pay for a couple of nights in a great hotel? You call 800-419-3684. That's not the number I just told you to call. It's a different number. Into the folks at 514 Travel in Las Vegas. You can be one of the first 10 callers right now, right here, and win two free nights. Some people have won three free nights and you can maybe if you want to stay four or five nights you make a deal with them to get a reduced rate it's a cool program and you don't have to do anything but call 800-419-DUG for a night for two nights maybe three nights in fabulous las vegas don't worry about well you got to be in the first 10 callers so you don't have to worry about being the right caller just get on the horn right now don't have to buy anything just call them up 800-419-3684 for two free nights in Vegas. I keep repeating that because it's such a great deal. Unheard of. It's 800-419-DOUG. Back with Dr. Ken Kronhaus here on Good Day Health, the whole business of heart and you got to have heart and that sort of thing. I think that we have a lot of heart here. Um, there's a lot of discussion about weight. There always is. Uh, keeping your weight stable, how that's good for men and for women. But there seems to be some late news here uh, from yet another journal that you study. So let's dig into women and their weight, Ken. Yeah, Doug, this is out of the Journal of Gerontology Medical Sciences this week, that for women, keeping a stable weight after the age of 60 may boost their odds of reaching the advanced ages of 90, 95, or even 100. Women who unintentionally lose weight they're 51% less likely to survive to the age of 90. And they're gaining 5% or more weight 
compared to stable weight is also not associated with exceptional longevity. Women should heed medical advice, however, if moderate weight loss is recommended to improve their health or quality of life. All right. So under the circumstances, when you talk about losing weight, the idea, and I suppose this is an entree into a quick message about Calitrin or other products that help you lose weight and have success by keeping it off. Uh, but when you are getting serious, consider this. Go to toploss.com, which is the website for Calitrin, and see what they have as far as programs are concerned. You can talk to a counselor there. They're very gracious with their time. They're interested in your success. And what better way to have it than to use an all-natural approach to losing weight and, more importantly, keeping it off. So please do us all a favor, but mostly you and the family, loved ones. Uh, we'll talk about ladies and talk about men. Go to toploss.com and uh, check out their 26th anniversary savings. Use the discount code Doug, D-O-U-G, when you're checking out. You don't have to pay for shipping, and you get these special dog days of summer uh, into Labor Day. There's a Labor Day sale that's coming up this weekend as well. The secret to the success of Calitrin is success. That's it. Top, front, and center. Go to toploss.com. And as I say, when you check out, I use the code Doug. This is the Good Day Health Program. Dr. Ken Kronhaus is here. So let's spend some quality time here talking about uh, marijuana, the various uh, pieces of the pie that you have for information this week, starting with what happens if you eat a small bite of an edible. Uh, what happens? And Is this age-wise? Is it different whether you're older or younger as to the impact of this, Ken, would you say? Yeah, this is a report in pediatrics about children taking just a small bite of these marijuana edibles that are just around. They look attractive. They're brightly colored, these edibles, and they can be tempting for young kids. And are more, they're more widely available now that many states have legalized cannabis for recreational and medical use. But unfortunately does not take much of an edible, Doug, to make a small child very sick, which may explain an uptick in hospitalizations of kids poisoned by cannabis. Signs of THC poisoning, mom and dad, it includes seizures, severe altered mental status, unresponsiveness, breathing issues, low blood pressure, or fast heart rates. Keep these things away from the kids. If the kids have any of these signs, get them immediately to the ER. How could you be that irresponsible? I guess would be, it's like the stories you hear about youngsters getting a hold of guns. It's the same thing. It's bad parenting. It's something that ought not to be tolerated. All right, continuing in that vein, the story about marijuana users. Ken dissects a lot of reports from various medical science journals each week. That's what we talk about in the main and here's another one focusing on marijuana use. Uh, what's, the, uh, what's the sad, bad news here? This is from JAMA, the Journal of the American Medical Association, their network open edition this week. Doug, about 21%, one in five of those who use weed, they struggle with dependency. This includes recurring problems socially and with work. About 6.5% of those with this disorder actually have moderate to severe cases. Wow. All right. So there's one more page in this storyline or storybook this week, and that has to do with what people, if you're using marijuana, 
what doctors are finding in your blood, in your urine, that sort of thing. Now, is this a is this common or is this unusual? These findings. This is common. This is more in the medical journals just this week. Environmental Health Perspectives Medical Journal. Marijuana users may be building up high levels of toxic metals in their blood. People who use marijuana exclusively, Doug, have significant levels of lead and cadmium in their bodies. These are the same toxic metals found in some cigarette smokers. All right. Toxicity and uh, what it all amounts to. People just say, well, I was talking to somebody yesterday uh, whose uh, daughter actually flying back from Minneapolis on the plane. I was talking to a fellow whose uh, daughter is 28. She uses pot, and her father objects to it. Apparently, she works for him, and uh, he won't let her into the house. He won't let her smoke. He won't let her, you know, any... Uh, when he, she, she says it's legal, so why can't I do it? He says, you can do what you want. You're an adult, but you can't do it around me, and you can't do it in my house, and you can't do it at work. Uh, so uh, smarten up. <laughs> That's more or less what his message was. Well, the problem is cigarette smoking is legal also, but yeah. in many circles, cigarettes are, are horrible and marijuana is great. That's, yep. that's a part that I don't understand. Most people these days shun tobacco. Isn't it interesting how many who used to smoke tobacco products who use marijuana now don't shun it, as it were? All right, coming up, we're going to focus on some prescription drug information Uh, There's a lot of it around, so I want to get to the bottom of uh, some of this stuff and how it affects you. Stand by. More on Good Day Health. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Doug Steffen with Dr. Ken Kronos on Good Day Health down from Lake Cardiology in Florida. All right, let's start. I got two or three different things here that I want to probe uh, with you, Ken. First of all, uh, this uh, prescription program uh, that me, the, the, you, this came from a cardiovascular circulation magazine or a newsletter, um, health benefits from certain prescription drug programs. I'm not sure I really understand. I put a question mark over this as I looked at the highlights. So what are we talking about here? Well, the publication is Circulation and one of their sub per, sub. Uh, journals is called Cardiovascular Quality and Outcomes, just one of their several publications. And circulation is as mainstream as it comes in uh, cardiology in the world. Mm-hmm. But uh, what this is all about is there's this growing momentum to consider food as a drug, Doug. And I don't know how that sits with you, but it's called... Well, if food is medicine, I buy into that. I don't know why they call it a drug, but... Uh, what is well, that the same it, thing? Yes, and it's called produce prescriptions. That's what this. So maybe did prescribing somebody to have microgreens or carrots or something else that might help them is that what we're talking about here? 
That's part of it, exactly. And in this study, access was provided to fruits and vegetables to the recipients, and they proved there was a measurable benefit in health and hunger when the people at risk for heart disease eat more fruits and vegetables as part of a produce prescription program. Their blood sugar and blood pressure improve, and some even lose weight. This was a study that went over seven years from beginning early in 2014, ending in late 2020. So it was a pretty mm -hmm. good follow-up. And uh, it may be a dud to some, but it just shows scientifically those fruits and vegetables are good for your blood pressure, your blood sugar, and may even help you lose weight. Especially if they're organic. Much better for you if you can find good organic veggies and fruits and that sort of thing. So let's turn this around or turn the focus to drugs and the uh, Biden administration naming 10 prescription drugs this week uh, for Medicare price negotiations. I ask you because I, you're a practicing uh, cardiologist, and so I wonder how this affects you and other doctors. Uh, there's a lot of prescribing, for example, of Eliquis, and that's on this list, along with some other heart drugs. Um, these medications are drugs to treat a lot of things from heart failure, blood clots, diabetes, kidney disease, arthritis, blood cancers, that kind of stuff. Uh, so uh, patients going to be better off? Is this a new deal for patients that's uh, good for them where a big pharma doesn't uh, get a blank check? What do you think? Well, it certainly is going to be good if uh, patients can get Eliquis, Jardians, uh, Zeralto, Genuvia, Farxigia, Entresto, and Enbrel. Uh, Stelera, Novolog Insulin, uh, the list goes on uh, at much reduced price. So I don't know how it can be bad for uh, the consumers. These are very common drugs for blood clots, diabetes, kidney disease, arthritis, blood cancers, Crohn's disease, heart failure. So this is... Uh, this is so, good. It, it's not going to occur immediately, as I understand. It's uh, will be available in twenty twenty four. Yeah, um, when right. the reductions will occur. Yeah. All right. So let me ask you this: as one who would prescribe many of these drugs, would you be more likely, less likely, or it doesn't make any difference to prescribe some of these if you knew the patient wasn't going to have the financial impact uh, that might be the case without something like this taking? like taking place, the price negotiations, getting the prices down, are you more likely well, to prescribe some of these drugs? Well, it, it's it's definitely a variable in the choice of what drug you can prescribe. And price always has to be considered when I'm prescribing a drug. And, and how important that becomes among the many factors depends on the problem you're treating and the patient. But it's mm -hmm. always one of many variables that you consider when you decide which drug to prescribe. Okay. All right. So now I pass this information along from the FYI department. It's not really medical, but yet it is because it is something that follows through on what we were just talking about, the cost of drugs and how much money these big pharmaceutical companies are making and how they're dodging the uh, tax man. Uh, the six biggest drug companies in our country made $250 billion, or they sold $250 billion worth of product last year, but they paid only 3% of their profit and taxes. And normally, 
Uh, the average corporate tax rate in America is 21%. Uh, so apparently what these drug companies are doing, Ken, you probably know this better than most because you know where they're being uh, made. Uh, they're moving their production facilities and headquarters overseas so they have to pay American taxes. Merck apparently is a culprit in this uh, but there are others, the same, the ones Pfizer and the people that made a lot of money, companies made a lot of money during COVID. Uh, so I don't know, is that, it doesn't affect you and it maybe doesn't affect the medical side of this program, but I think it's interesting and people ought to know when they watch all those ads on TV for these various things. Do you, by the way, does, did people come to you in your office and say, hey, I saw an ad on TV, I heard an ad on the radio, I want you to tell me about Eloquist because it sounds like it would be good for me, and it says in the ad, ask your doctor. Do you get that? Well, you, well, you, you, you asked me a number of things right there. I did, that's true. <laughs> As I frequently do, yes, go ahead. Take your time. So, Okay, so just cause to unpack, we can start at the end, but... Um, but yes, um, drug advertising to the direct to the public works, or you wouldn't have it. Mm-hmm. And uh, and also, um, I think that more manufact more manufacturing of drugs needs to be done in America for numerous reasons besides uh, the tax issues. But just we've learned about supply chain issues, and we've learned about you know w- whether our friends remain in the places where they're being made. I think we need to be making our prescription drugs, our non-prescribed drugs here in America with the best, uh, with the best workers in the world. And, Mm -hmm. and I don't, I think we should do it. And also I think, I think you have to realize that, that profit is not a four letter word for these Mm -hmm. drug companies within reason, because we have the best, the best production of new products anywhere in the world here in America. And it's so costly to make these new products. Um, and if these companies are not allowed to make profit, they, they can't then go into all these products that, where they lose money and you, and you don't have the new development. All The amazing pipeline of new products and new drugs that occurs predominantly in America is because of the profits they make. And I'm not saying they should be profitable, you know, ridiculously so people can't afford the products, but there is a good reason to thread the needle and realize that, that without that profit, all of these new things that all of us thrive on would not be around. And it's so expensive to make these, to develop these new products. It's amazing how expensive it is. Understood. That becomes a business expense, however. Merck, uh, one of the uh, big producers of drugs, uh, they earned $1 billion on $27 billion in sales in our country last year. Uh, They made $15 billion on $32 billion in sales overseas. You put that number in and, and figure it out. All right. I'm Doug Steffen. Happy to be here every week to bring you up to date on a lot of important medical items. So uh, we were talking about the drug world and how much we became more aware of certain drug companies during COVID. I saw a poll this weekend that suggested that only 6 or 7% of Americans are worried about getting COVID this year. Is that because of overkill? Is that because we're not really... And they don't think that it's going to be as bad, or some people just think that we went too far the first time around anyway. 
So how, what's your read on that? Would you say this is Pro- accurate? Probably, what you know? probably, probably all of the above. Um, you know, it's, it's become such, uh, it, it's, it's gotten beyond the beyond and, and it's, it, it, I don't even know what I can add to it because, um, it, the science, it's just become an issue of whether people believe the people who are in positions to give them advice. And, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's, unfortunately, there's a lot of disbelief in our country because of what people uh, There's a lot through. of misinformation. And that was yes. the problem, and, wasn't it? And, yeah, and that's and that's very sad. And and there's clear examples that uh, that that people did not do act in best behavior. And now there's a lot of skepticism, and there's going to have to be a lot of correction to get that trust back. Yeah, right. Well, good information. We'll hope, and hopefully, that's what we have here for you on uh, Good Day Health. Uh, here's a story that I was flabbergasted. You probably saw this too. A neurosurgeon investigating a woman's symptoms in a hospital said that she picked a worm from the patient's brain. She performed a biopsy in the 64-year-old patient's skull. She used forceps to pull out the parasite. Kind of reminds me of what you see when a tapeworm is taken out. Could you imagine anything like how that worm, how would a how would a worm get into somebody's brain? Well, parasites are items out there that, unfortunately, this is very, very rare, and then it makes headline news and front page, and everyone's talking about it. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, this is very rare that a neurosurgeon removes a live worm that's three <laughs> inches long from a woman's brain. But parasites do get in the body. They, they bite us. They grow, and this is what happens. Fortunately, this is very rare. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> but something that people take note of. All right, speaking of taking note, uh, Dr. Ken and questions for Dr. Ken. We have a lot of uh, uh, things that are on people's minds. Dr. Ken, 352-735-1400. We're into questions for Dr. Ken. Some of our questions reflect your calls to us at 855-999-3684. Uh, before we get to one of those, there is a certain bit of information I promised we'd talk about with regard to testosterone levels. Uh, the idea that we lose testosterone, fortunately for me, I haven't lost it. I guess I don't know why I haven't. <laughs> Maybe you can tell me. Uh, you know my body as well as I do from the medical point of view. And so I just wonder why yeah. my score is as high as it is given my age. Well, this report this week in the Annals of Internal Medicine answered that question because there has been a question for decades. Does testosterone level just go down after age 70 or is it related to your health? Well, we do know that men's testosterone levels remain pretty steady, Doug, until age 70. And then after that, the production of male sex hormone does start to decline. When testosterone does fall, the result may be increased weakness and fatigue, diminished sexual performance, loss of muscle mass, and a higher risk for diabetes and dementia. Fortunately, you don't have any of that. But a wide range of factors contribute to a post-70 decline in testosterone. And these include heart disease, smoking history, cancer, diabetes, high blood pressure, excess body weight, reduced activity, and even marriage. You have none of those, right? In particular, being (laughs) overweight, 
or obese has a much more important association with lower testosterone levels relative to older age alone. And in this article, the uh, scientists wrote that the paper was the big question is why does marriage lower your testosterone levels? And they stated in this paper that the work, the research was not powered adequately to answer why. There was some speculation about when you're married, you have dependence, you may be stressed, but it was all speculation. But why marriage lowers testosterone level? I'll leave that up to you. All right. Next question has to do with the first case of human West Nile virus found in a good long time. There's some of it here where I am in the Northeast. Do we need to talk a little about what it is and are we going to get scared to death by the, the fact that mosquitoes are around where there's a lot of water? Uh, this is the first person I saw who was getting a 70-year-old woman. Here's another guy in his 40s, tested well, positive. This, yeah, this, may be, this may be in your backyard, Doug, because the two cases that were reported this year, they're, this week, they're both in Massachusetts. Yeah. West Nile virus, um, this is a virus that, usually lives in, in in animals like birds, mosquitoes and uh, bite the birds and then bite the humans. It's carried the virus lives in animals carried by mosquitoes and then bites humans. Um, uh, it's unusual, but there were two cases in Massachusetts reported this week. Mm-hmm. All right, let's talk about there's a question here on Narcan, N A R C A N. Apparently, it's now available for over-the-counter uh, purchase. It doesn't have to be described. Doesn't this work on overdoses? And why would somebody get it? I, I guess wondering about why it's over-the-counter. Is there is there that much of a problem? I guess there is. That's why I guess we're talking well, about it, right? You've heard of fentanyl, right? Yeah, sure, of course. Yeah. Um, right. Of course, I mean, he, he sarcastically said, you've heard of fentanyl. Well, Narcan is the antidote to whatever opioid overdose you have. And the widespread availability of Narcan is a wonderful thing. It's now available even by nasal spray. It can be given intramuscularly. But having this widely available saves lives. It immediately blocks the effects of, of the opioids. And you take fentanyl, you have Narcan, you're going to live. So one wonders whether you just keep it around in case you need it. Seems rather. That's right. That is correct. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. All right. Answers to some important questions medically from Dr. Ken at Lake Cardiology. Reach out to him at 352-735-1400. I'm Doug Steffen on Good Day Health, sponsored in part by Calendrin, the safe, proven way to lose weight and keep it off, and by Prevagen, really good for your mind. This program was produced at Bob K. Sound and Recording. Please visit bobksound.com. Your brain is an amazing thing. But as you get older, it naturally begins to change, causing a lack of sharpness or even trouble with recall. Thankfully, the breakthrough in Prevagen helps your brain and actually improves memory. The secret is an ingredient originally discovered in jellyfish. Based on a clinical study of subgroups of individuals who are cognitively normal or mildly impaired, Prevagen has been shown to improve memory. A Pharmacy Times National Survey of Pharmacists rated Prevagen the number one pharmacist-recommended memory support brand for the fifth year in a row. You can find it in the vitamin aisle in stores everywhere without a prescription. Help your memory. 
Try Prevagen today. Prevagen, healthier brain, better life. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.